It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now. I'm starving. On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, a bunch of podcasts. Chris Sims was on fire on today's Ross Tucker football podcast. Man, I mean, he loves him some Aaron Rodgers. And I actually thought, look, I'm a big Tom Brady guy. I thought he made some interesting points about Tom Brady. Highly encourage you to listen to today's Ross Tucker football podcast. The GOAT, Greg Cosell, will be on tomorrow. Doug Kazarian from ESPN was awesome on the Even Money podcast this week as well, giving us some of his season-long bets, future bets, and even a preseason bet or two. Certainly check that out. You can check me out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. But he is the star of this here show. His name is Joe Dolan, at FG underscore Dolan. Use the code 21FEAST when you go to FantasyPoints.com. In case you aren't aware of this, it is the best website to get fantasy information. It's by far the best value to get fantasy football information. And I'm giving you a discount if you use the code 21FEAST at FantasyPoints.com. Joe, it's that time of year, man. Everybody's got their drafts over the next two weeks. Everybody. Um, and, and this is when the money is made. This is when the bread is buttered. This is when the lawn is mowed. Any other uh, 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 analogy you can come up with, this is it, Ross. And we're finishing up the tiers today. Um, and, and hopefully everybody's able to get to the website, subscribe. I implore you to use that code 21FEAST. I implore you. It is going to be a great season at FantasyPoints.com. So you got to follow Joe on social at FG underscore Dolan. I love that Joe said this is how, what would you say? This is how the lawn gets mowed? How the this grass is, this is mowed? when the lawn is mowed. Dude, that's unbelievable because support for Fantasy Feast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Look, this is important, Okay. Number one, you just feel better when you manscape. Number two, confidence. Look, I'm not going to lie. Little trim, it looks bigger. It looks better. Go for it. I do it once every couple weeks. Want to make sure I'm feeling good about myself. Confident. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. I love that. That was creative that they came up with that. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, Joe, and free worldwide shipping with the code FEAST. 20 at manscaped.com m-a-n-s-c-a-p-e-d.com feast 20 who doesn't like 20 percent off and who other than brian doesn't like the greatest song ever by carrie underwood's keyboard player who's in our best ball scott sheriff 
Joe, you like that song, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course I do, Ross. It's, it's Scott Sheriff. Scott Sheriff and I have been DMing, talking back and forth, and uh, he's going to get some Potts hot dogs. I think he responded to my hot dog math that I had up on 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 Twitter the other day. Ross, did you uh, did you see that story? That apparently eating a hot dog takes thirty five minutes off of your life. Yeah, I saw that you tweeted that. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 nothing because it, like I said this. If you eat 10,000 hot dogs in your life, 10,000, that's a lot of hot dogs, 10,000 of them, which is basically if you live to be 67, that's 150 a year. It's a lot of hot dogs. That's three a week for 67 years. It takes eight months off of your life. So it's a ton of hot dogs for 67 straight years, and it takes eight months off of your life, and your life was better because you ate 10,000 hot dogs. Listen. That's the way I look at it. Stuff like that's so stupid. They they don't actually know that. No, There's know. no way they had a controlled experiment to actually know that. I know science, and that is faulty science, okay? So just forget that, and forget people like Brian who don't love that song. What a loser It doesn't love that song. The song is amazing. You know who else is amazing, Joe? Everybody that went to Fantrax.com slash Ross so far – to be in our season-long league. People like our first three contestants or entrants, whatever we call them, Norm Fazekas, Ben Mullins, Josh Eppinger or Eppinger. I don't know. Come on down. You guys are in the season-long. I don't know how many I'm going to pick next week because we got we to start the draft at some point. I might pick the other eight next week or the other three plus seven, the other seven next week. So go to Fantrax.com slash Ross now. Send me your email, Ross at RossTucker.com, and tell me you want in in the season-long redraft league against me and Joe. What I want, Joe, is I want your tight end tiers. And this is incredible, by the way. I mean, we've been doing this for a couple years now. We've been doing the tiers. You named a tier after a player. We, we've never seen this before. There is now a Kelsey tier. Explain. Yeah, it's it just it's a separate it's just a complete separation of the player from the rest of everybody else. So much so that he's even above my elite tier of tight ends. Now, Ross, this is not the first time I've done this. It's the first time we've done this on the program, but it's not the first time I've done this. There used to be a Gronk tier where he was so far and above the rest of the tight ends that it wasn't even fair to call it an elite tier. It was the Gronk tier. It's the Travis Kelsey tier. He's the tight end you pick in the first round. He very rarely goes in the second. If he does go in the second, it's an utter steal. Here are his ranks in PPR fantasy points per game over the last five seasons at tight end. Tight end two in 2016. Tight end two in 2017. Tight end one in 2018. Tight end one in 2019. Tight end one in 2020. 
Well, last year he finished as a top five tight end in 13 of 15 games. He is a stud. He's a superstar. He's a first-round pick. Now, you can argue, I, I don't like taking a tight end in the first round. That might be your preference, but everything indicates Travis Kelsey is the guy who's worth it. Got it. Love it. Uh, yeah, he's been unbelievable. The elite tier, I think, is interesting uh, Darren Waller and George Kittle. I guess I'm not surprised by either. No, and, and here's the thing with Darren Waller. Um, D- Darren Waller and Kittle are two different kind of players. You know, Darren Waller is the kind of player who might vie for the league lead in targets. I don't think George Kittle is that guy, but what George Kittle lacks in maybe major target share, he makes up for in efficiency being the best tight end over the last number of years in yards per route run. We know what Darren Waller is going to do. I mean, Darren Waller is going to be an absolute target hound. Darren Waller typically comes off the board at the end of the second round, beginning of the third round. George Kittle in the beginning of the third round to the middle of the third round. Uh, Darren Waller gives you, I guess if you're worried about injuries, gives you a little bit more consistency in that department, even though he's missed some practice time this summer. George Kittle obviously plays his balls off, so he really gets hurt uh, a little bit more. He throws his body out there, which I respect as a player, but um, he uh, he's, he's somebody who plays really hard. You know what kind of athletic freak George Kittle is. These two guys are just a little bit different, but give you the same league-winning kind of upside. Uh, these are the two guys who are clearly right behind Travis Kelsey. Very interesting. Uh, what you said about Kittles and the injury. He does play really hard. He does block really hard, Mm -hmm. which does subject him, I feel, to perhaps more injury. Um, And I think you make a good point. Waller's going to get a ton of touches. I mean, he's going to get a ton of targets. Um, I like that. All right. Tier one, TJ Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts. Mark Andrews, you've got a rookie tight end. One, two, three, four. As your fifth-ranked tight end and in tier one. There's not a real good history of rookie tight ends, right? No, you're betting on him to be the best tight end in the NFL. I mean, the the best rookie tight end in history is is, is the other way. Now, we already have him number one in our dynasty rankings, just based on the age of Waller, Kelsey, and and the injury history of Kittle. We already have Pitts number one, but for this year, you're betting on him to be the best rookie tight end of all time, and I think there is a pathway for him to do that following the Julio Jones trade. Um, Now, the one difference of Kyle Pitts between – the, the other two guys in these, this tier among, sorry, mom, it's among the three. The big difference between uh, <laughs> among these three is I don't think Kyle Pitts projects to be the number one receiver on his team. That's Calvin Ridley. Now, I think he can get a monstrous target share. That's a team that's going to throw the ball quite a bit. But I just don't think that he is going to out-target Calvin Ridley here. The other two guys here, um, when you when you look at Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson, I think have a legitimate shot, if not an expectation, that they're going to lead their team in targets. So that that's the way I'd look at this tier. And I am ranking Kyle Pitts here based entirely on his upside. Again, there are some folks who are like, there's no way I'm drafting a rookie tight end in the fourth or fifth round. There's no history there. But the people who are drafting Kyle Pitts in the fourth or fifth round are looking at him as an outlier, somebody who is going to essentially play big wide receiver. And I can endorse that if you're somebody who likes to chase upside. Interesting. Yeah, I'm. I, that's, that's, that's a fascinating one for me. Really curious to see 
how it ends up working out for Kyle Pitts. Andrews Hawkinson, I got. I mean, that seems a little rich for Hawkinson. There's a lot of, I mean, he's been banged up this camp again too, right? Yeah, he's he's got a shoulder injury. It's just, man, everything I've read, heard from beat writers from, from the Lions have been just been saying Goff is just peppering this dude with targets when he's been out there. So Dan Campbell came out yesterday and sent some panic into uh into the hearts of fantasy players when he was like, I'm not sure if DeAndre Swift is gonna have the conditioning to contribute in week one. Well, that's uh that that's a concern, but he also said he wasn't too worried about um he wasn't too worried about uh, TJ Hawkinson being ready. But yes, the injuries have been a concern for Hawkinson. The next tier is tier 2 and we've got Logan Thomas and Robert Tunyon. Mm-hmm. These are two guys who I think are vastly different. Um I almost view this as like Ross consider this maybe the mini Waller Kittle tier. I see somebody in Logan Thomas who I think is going to get a lot of target volume. He's not the reason he's not as high as Waller though is because there's also Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel uh, to vie for targets with Deami Brown in Washington, and they have that great defense which I think is going to take the target volume down. But I expect Logan Thomas is going to produce with volume. Robert Tunyon is the opposite. I view him more like a Kittle, where I think his impact is going to be on big plays as a vertical threat and in the red zone. These are the last two guys who, if I'm leaving my draft, now, there, I think there's other viable options, and we'll get to them, but these are the last two guys who, if I'm leaving my draft, I feel really good about as my starting tight end. I like I like getting it, the Waller, I like getting the Kittle, but you know what? If I'm if I'm in a draft in the 7th and 8th round, I can get these guys. If I'm in a, in an auction or a salary cap draft, these guys are going to cost 5 or 6 bucks and and I think that I have a good solid starting option. These are the last two guys I feel really good about as a starting tight end on my team. And we'll get to the to the reasons why for some of the guys after. Uh, I think Logan Thomas is going to have a huge year. I think he's a keeper. I think Keeps is a keeper. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. I was one of them. FDA approval has been a big talking point recently. The FDA has approved two medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. I used to have to go to the doctor and have him prescribe me the pill, and I have to go to the drugstore to pick it up, and the drugstore or like a grocery store to have to have put the top, you know, the topical solution on that I rub in. No, I don't do it anymore. Keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair. Treatments are just $10 a month, and they've got more five-star reviews than any of their, I don't even know who their competitors are. Don't worry about it. Just go to keeps.com slash feast to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash feast to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash feast. I'm not just an endorser. I'm a user, have been for a while, and will be for as long as I'm alive, pretty much, because I'd like to keep what I still got. Keeps.com slash Feast. Hey Ross, Tier I gotta three. I gotta get your get your connection from Keeps. By the way, I'm starting to get sick of it. I used to have a really thick head of hair, and it started to to abandon me a little bit. You notice I I, I bring a very high level hat wear onto the program. So 
No, nice. I just got to get, get, get me in touch with your guy. That's all I need. Yeah. I mean, just use the code keeps.com slash feast 20. You don't even have a special code for me. I, that's as good of a code as they give uh, out. I think. That's all right. All right. All right. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do it. I'm, I mean, that's how I signed up. That's yeah. how I pay. <laughs> you use your code. <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't get like, I didn't get like any more than that. I use my code. I love um, it, man. Tier three, Noah Fant, Dallas Goddard, Tyler Higby. Uh, curious about all these guys. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, the starting quarterback in Denver, announced today. What do you, what does that mean, Joe, for Fant and the rest of the Broncos' pass catchers? What I think it means is it's going to be more uh, consistent. And, and you know, um, we know what Teddy Bridgewater is. Probably a top 32 quarterback, but probably not in the, in the area where a team isn't looking to upgrade on him. But I think he's somebody who can competently get the ball in the hands of his receivers. And remember in Carolina, he supported three top 25 fantasy wide receivers last year. So Noah Fant, I think, is going to benefit from that. I think he's one of the top three targets here, along with Jerry Judy, whom I love, and Cortland Sutton this year. Uh, but Noah Fant's been dealing with some injuries in training camp and still want to see that level of consistency out of him. There are some questions about him, which is why he's in this tier. He's vying for targets with Judy and Sutton and K.J. Hamler, and Tim Patrick, and they're going to run the ball. So you know there's there's a level of concern there. When it comes to Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz is still in Philadelphia. That's the concern. If Zach Ertz wasn't, it wasn't in Philadelphia, I'd have Goddard above Logan Thomas. I, that's where I had him earlier this offseason, but you have to adjust ba- based on news or the lack thereof. So uh, unfortunately, Ross, that was uh, that was the problem with with Dallas Goddard. I think he's more talented than Earth at this point. Hertz has been looking for him in camp, but there's still the competition with Zach Ertz there. Tyler Higby, last year, one of the breakout, but he split snaps with Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett's gone. They had over 130 targets combined. Matthew Stafford's in. But they still view him as a rotational player. They have Bryson Hopkins, whom they drafted in the fourth round last year, very clearly with the eye eye towards Gerald Everett moving on uh, in the offseason, which happened. Then they drafted Jacob Harris this season. So I just still have questions on Higby. If you were to ask me who I feel the best about from this tier in terms of role, it would be Higby, though. I just don't know how many targets he's going to get, how much is Bryson Hopkins going to play, how much is Jacob Harris going to play. So... I know he's in your tier five or whatever, but um, I really think Ertz looks good, man. I mean, when I've been to Eagles practices, Ertz has looked good. He stayed after the walkthrough to catch extra balls. Mm -hmm. He looked good in the first preseason game when he got time. You know, I think he's a really interesting one. There's all that speculation. He's not going to be there. I don't – I mean, I kind of feel like it was going to happen. It would have already happened, but – but, dude, I'm telling you, he he looks good. He looks and, like the Zach Ertz we knew from 15 through 19 or whatever. And I think a lot of the offseason analysis, Ross, has been based around the fact that Ertz did not look good last year. But our, I talked to our guy Fran Duffy um, from PhiladelphiaEagles.com and uh, Erstwile of the, of the uh, College Draft podcast – um, uh, he, um, told me, dude, I'm telling you the same thing that you just said, Ross Ertz looks really quick at camp. You have to wonder if he was playing through something last year. The whole offense was in a malaise. Um, you know, but the question is for Ertz is we know there's going to be some level of split with him and Goddard. Uh, so, uh, Ertz is a guy who is 
Ross had been a volume producer. And I don't know if he's going to get that volume to, to ascend him to a fantasy start worthy type of player. Tier four, Irv Smith, Janu Smith, Mike Gesicki, Evan Ingram. Uh, Wow. All right. Irv Smith, start with that one. Yeah, he's a guy who um, I think people got a little worried about last year because uh, or the earlier this offseason, because Mike Zimmer was like, well, I don't I don't really think his his role is going to increase. And he pointed to Tyler Conklin as somebody whose role is going to increase in the absence of Kyle Rudolph, which is true. Because the Vikings were almost a predominantly multi-tight end team last year. And obviously the third tight end is going to get on the field more when Irv's, when uh, Kyle Rudolph comes back, uh, leaves the team. That is Tyler Conklin. Conklin's been dinged up. Irv Smith's been having a good camp. I got a good feeling about that one. I think Irv Smith, view him kind of like the same way we're viewing on a descending scale. Kittle, Tunyon, Irv Smith. Not somebody who I think is going to catch 75 passes, but somebody who might catch seven, eight, nine touchdowns and come through as a solid fantasy option. Jonu Smith is the other end of that, that Waller, Logan Thomas. I think Jonu Smith's got a legitimate shot to lead the Patriots in targets. And um, look, look at how they paid him. Look at what Bill Belichick has said about John New Smith in the past. This is the best tight end after he said this in before their their playoff game a couple years ago when the Titans ended the Brady era. He is the best tight end after the catch I have seen in the league. They are going to get John New Smith on the move. John Hansen uh, uh, from Fantasy Points has talked to beat writers who said, I think John New Smith's the best bet to lead this team in targets. Um, now, there's a reason he's being drafted in the 10th, 11th, 12th round. It's because there's a lot of competition there for targets. Jacoby Myers, they have Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar. You don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be, but Johnny Smith has been a high upside player I've been investing in at his price. By the way, I don't care what he did with the Titans. The guy was in the block on half of their passing downs last year because their offensive line stunk. This is a new offense for Johnny Smith. Speaking of new, Picks wise is new and they're legit. They're the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays, helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction. For every game, every day, and every sport, all for free, visit pickswise.com to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, your last tier, Joe, tier five, and you have Zs. You you, you did like the uh, yeah, this one's sleeping a boring or boring Zs. Gronk, Austin Hooper, Gerald Everett, Cole Komet, Anthony Ferkser, and Zach Ertz. That's kind of interesting about Hooper being tier five with all the money they gave him. Yeah, um, now I have heard they intend to get him the ball a little bit more. It's just a low-volume passing game. That team's going to run the ball quite a bit. Um, they're, they, they, I know they throw to set up the run, but it is still an efficient passing game. It's a low-volume passing game. I mean, Hooper, I guess you could make the argument he's got a shot to get 100-plus targets, but because of the state of that wide receiver position, who knows with Beckham, Landry's getting older. 
heard good things about Donovan Peoples Jones, but I'm not. But ultimately, I just don't think it's a high volume passing offense. Ross, this is a tier you do not want to draft your fantasy starter from this tier. That goes without saying. Um, these are these are backup type of guys. As a matter of fact, I would think guys like Ferks or maybe Ertz uh, are going to be available in plenty of waiver wires at the beginning of the season. You know, all I keep hearing about from Cleveland camp is Najoku. And well, that's the other thing, too. They have Njoku, and they also have Harrison Bryant. So Hooper's one of three tight ends on that team. Um, so it, it, even though with all the money they gave them, I think they do want to use them more this year. There's so many questions there that, that I don't want to throw my full endorsement behind him. I've been drafting him as a second or third best ball tight end. He's not a guy who's, who's I'm actively targeting in redraft leagues. What about Joe watching the Saints the other night? Mm-hmm. Trauman got hurt. It's only Trauman and Vanette got hurt. It's only it's short injuries for both. But a guy you and I both know well from his Penn State days, Jawan Johnson, the broadcast crew was really hyping up as a tight end. He has been trying. Um, he's trying to become the next in that line of t- the Darren Waller archetype. The wide receiver who kind of underachieved as a wide receiver, couldn't carve out his role as a wide receiver, who bulks up slightly, and they match him on linebackers and safeties, and he cooks the guys. Um, He was an underachiever at Penn State. He was an underachiever at Oregon. But the position change has earned him quite a bit of hype. He was out there with the first team with Jameis Winston. You saw him running some out routes. And how about this stat? Our guy Graham Barfield dug this up. In the preseason, Jawan Johnson has run routes from the slot on 57% of his snaps. Jared Cook was at 59% last year. They view this guy as their Jared Cook replacement. I am drafting him in any site. Now, here is the problem. On best ball sites, he is a wide receiver, and that's not going to change because they didn't get the position change in in time. But I believe ESPN has already made the change. I believe I know my fantasy league has already made the change to tight end for Jawan Johnson. Yahoo, I'm not quite sure yet, but that his, he's going to get tight end eligibility there. This is the guy. This is the guy who, look, I'm not telling you to draft him in the fifth round. I'm not telling you to draft him in the tenth round. But at the end of your draft, if you're like, you know what, I don't need a guy like Austin Hooper who might catch me four passes a week. I want a guy who might be able to win me my league if everything hits. Look at the weapons on the Saints. We know Marquez Callaway, but they got nothing. They got nothing else. It's Callaway. It's Alvin Kamara. Troutman's dinged up. Take a shot on Jawan Johnson, man. I took him in the 14th round of of, uh, an expert league just last night, which is an overdraft based on his ADP. It is the same exact pick where I took Darren Waller in the same league two years ago, and I have a championship belt to show for that. I don't feel as good about Jawan Johnson as I did for Waller. Remember Waller with with the hard knocks hype two years ago. Don't feel as good about it. But if there's a guy who's available with the last pick in your draft who has that kind of upside, I think it's this guy, uh, Jawan Johnson of the Saints. If you're smart, you'll go to fantasypoints.com right now and put the code 21feast in and or fantracks.com slash Ross. Either way, send me the email, ross at rosstucker.com and say, all right, I've heard enough. I've had enough. I want to take you and Joe down. Next week, we should have Christopher Harris. We will do a preseason recap after all the cuts and everything. We'll discuss all of that and a season preview from a fantasy standpoint. I'm stuffed. We're done. 
Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 